It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Wednesday, November 2nd, 2022. I'm Aaron Fulton with Raven News. A small college in Sitka has announced it will be opening its doors to its first freshman class in the fall of 2024. Outer Coast has been offering programs for high school students and high school grads in recent years, but is now poised to begin awarding Associate of Arts degrees. KCAW's Robert Woolsey reports. Outer Coast offered its first summer sessions for high school students beginning in 2018. Two years later, it opened a nine-month gap year program for recent high school graduates. Operating in the pandemic proved to be a problem for many higher education institutions, but Outer Coast moved forward in person with an intensive alternative to traditional college. Matthew Spellberg, Outer Coast Dean, says the transition to a two-year degree program is going to stay this course. When we create the two-year college, what it's going to look like is a similar focus on students who are looking for something different from higher education and who maybe have felt that uh, higher education as it conventionally exists has failed them or their communities or their families. Spellberg has a PhD in comparative literature from Princeton and co-founded the Native Cultures of the Americas seminar at Harvard. He is courting faculty from around the country who are interested in place-based education and who can help rewrite how a Western liberal arts education can incorporate traditional indigenous ways of knowing. And working to find a way for those two traditions, which have historically often been at odds with each other, and again have generated a lot of sometimes ill will and alienation in certain communities, can actually meet each other. So we can be a kind of bridge between the classic college experience and something really different. Outer Coast was conceived in 2014 by a group of individuals, including Sitka representative Jonathan Christ Tompkins who saw potential in renewing a post-secondary program on the campus of the defunct Sheldon Jackson College in Sitka. That institution closed in 2007, sold off much of its property to cover debts, but donated the core campus to the Sitka Fine Arts Camp. The camp has thrived since moving onto the campus, but its facilities are mostly unused in winter. Bryden Sweeney-Taylor, along with Christ Tompkins and several others, organized Outer Coast in 2015 with the objective of building a small college. It just took a while. Sweeney-Taylor is now the director of Outer Coast. We do feel like we're, we're on schedule. Um, we sort of identified early on that the notion of starting a college from scratch was not going to be something that could happen overnight and taking a step-by-step approach to that. And now with the two-year liberal arts college proper, it feels like we're in that place where we know what's working and and that gives us the confidence to sort of take this next step. Sheldon Jackson has a complicated history. Prior to its decades as a four-year liberal arts college, it was a high school, an industrial training school, and a native boarding school. The founders of the Alaska Native Brotherhood and Sisterhood were educated there. But it also was part of a territorial educational system that stripped and suppressed indigenous culture. Matthew Spellberg believes this dark history can be reconciled by following the lead of the indigenous community as the campus moves forward into a new era for everyone. If we do this right, we will be able to bring the particular brilliance and energy that comes from thinking about an indigenous language into the sciences, into our study of place and the history of Sitka and of Alaska, into our study of the humanities, into our study of great texts from whatever tradition, and hopefully it'll lead to a 
place where students not only get an amazing, intensive immersion in this place and the culture and tradition that is growing and evolving and has been for thousands of years in this place, but then also be able to carry that back to whatever place they're going to and apply those same principles. Outer Coast makes no secret of the inspiration for its program, Deep Springs College, which was founded in 1917 on a working cattle ranch in eastern California. Bryden Sweeney-Taylor says Deep Springs is a starting point rather than a goal for Outer Coast. At this point, I think it is sort of one of many inspirations for us uh, for what um, Outer Coast can and hopefully will become. And um, we draw from lots of higher ed histories and traditions in thinking about what Outer Coast can be. But um, I think we've, we've been able to both broaden our perspective and to make some real decisions about the vision of Outer Coast that are significant departures from Deep Springs and from really any other institution that's out there. Outer Coast will admit its first freshman class in the fall of 2024, about 20 students. The following year, it will admit a similar number for a total student body of 40. If all goes according to plan, the first degrees will be awarded at commencement in the spring of 2026. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey. Professional development is built into many jobs to encourage continuing education and career training. But what if you're a commercial fisherman who works for yourself? The Alaska Longline Fishermen's Association hopes to make these opportunities available for fishermen this year at an all-day expo. Program director Natalie Sattler and Alpha staffer Jen Dara joined KCAW's Aaron Fulton for the morning interview on Tuesday, November 1st to discuss the event, which Alpha has hosted since 2016. And Sattler says the expo is not just for commercial fishermen. It's an opportunity to share educational workshops and resources and training with new and experienced fishermen um, of all gear types and and others just that are involved in the fishing sector are interested. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a chance to kind of share that information, taking experts um, from the field and um, providing a free resource to anyone that's able to attend. Workshop topics include everything from marine mammal deterrence and net and gear recycling to permitting and quota purchasing. Alpha's Spring Fisherman's Expo runs all day on November 9th. You can find more information on how to register for the virtual event on our website at kcaw.org. Kenny Carl Scaffelstad is running for the State House District 2 seat. This is his third time running for the seat. He was defeated the first two times. Scaffelstad is from Huna and has a background in construction and commercial fishing. He was on the city council in Huna and was a public works director there. He's also a former mayor of Huna. KFSK's Rachel Cassandra spoke to him on the phone earlier this month. This seat clearly means a lot to you because it's the third time you're running for it. So what would be your hopes if you got elected? I think I think there's a lot of there's a lot to be learned from the voices that have been unheard in the legislature. So what voices exactly do you feel like haven't had as much time on the mic? Well, everyday family folks, uh, business owners, struggling uh, fishermen and entrepreneurs and in a variety of, of trades and services and those type of things. It's been a, been a tradition to send, uh, in, in, in the words of some constituents, uh, to send chosen elites to Juneau to participate in some elite activity and uh and I'm not that. You said you have a lot of background in con- in construction business. And so I'm wondering if you have particular ideas about the house- housing crisis that Southeast is facing. 
I think compacting with the with the tribes in the region would be a step in the right direction. Um, I think it's going to take teamwork. I think the traditional agencies that uh, that assist and help and 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 provide housing are underutilized to some extent. And um, how much of those solutions do you think need to be dealt with on like a borough level versus a state level? Borough and local government need to be intricately involved and bring their their situation to the table. At the state level, there there's a role to play uh, certainly for the for the representative for the senator in the in the district. But that's not one that I think we're going to see, hey, we recognize there's a shortage of housing, boom, here's a whole bunch of funding, go and build a bunch of houses. I think there's a little more to it than that. Thank you. Can you talk a little bit about your views on taxation? Yeah. Big block letters, Kenny hates taxes. I don't like the concept and the idea about taxes. I'm an anti-tax guy, but I'm not I'm not so out of touch as to think that they are not a potential reality for our future. Thank you. Do you support an Alaskan constitutional convention? Yeah, good question. You know, I was originally opposed to the constitutional convention just because I think we have a whole bunch of things to do, and that just seemed like a mire and, and an attention uh, waste, but I've changed my mind. It's an arduous thing to bring substantial change to the Constitution, even by a convention. There are multiple steps that I think are, are, are safeguards to this becoming the soup that those who fear a constitutional convention are, are describing. Do you think Alaskan women should have the right to abortion? I do not recognize abortion as a right, as it's used in this industry. Um, I personally think that abortion is immoral. However, I think uh, specifically in a in situation such as a woman's health, as legitimately determined by a professional, or or in the case of uh, you know rape or incest, I think within the within the first trimester, I don't think that government has the authority or the ability to step on that freedom, if you will. Okay, great. Thank you so much. That was KFSK's Rachel Cassandra talking with Kenny Carl Scaffelstad. He is running against Rebecca Hemshoot for the State House District 2 seat. KCAW aired an interview with Hemshoot in May, which you can find on our election hub at kcaw.org, along with an hour-long candidate forum we hosted with Hemshoot and Scaffelstad in October. I'm Erin Fulton, and this has been Raven News.